0: U.S. US Naval Observatory, Master Clock, at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 12 hours, 59 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 17 hours, 59 minutes, 35 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory, Master Clock, at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 12 hours,
1: 59 minutes, 45 seconds. through love
2: working is gonna be required but I'm just happy to be here It is January 14th 2023 and this is the Doctor Whoever project Hello, Mr. Jesse. Hey, Dr. Weber, how are you? How about that Elvis movie last night? You fell asleep towards the end, so I turned it off. But it was
3: good, right? No, I, I was tired, but it was a really, really good movie. My falling asleep doesn't contribute to No, the it movie was a long movie, back.
2: and it was late, and you had a long day. You know, visually, I was
3: really surprised about how they incorporated so many visual effects. And the music was really good, and
2: I love the
3: homage to B.B. King and a lot of uh, oh, um, the gospel influence
2: from Elvis's early career. Not B.B. King, but Little Richard. They have Little Richard in there. All kinds of people. It was really good. And Jesse, I finally got the Philips Hue lights installed in here in the den, which is now the puppy lounge. <laughs> but I have reclaimed this room. The Philips Hue lights all in the recessed holes to give you that full theater immersive so let me ask, experience. Let me ask you a question. What did it take oh God. for you to put these lights up? A lot. Not a, a lot well, these of these are gifted, gifted to me for my birthday. I've been looking at them for like, you know, a year probably since we got the the Phillips Hugh strip behind the TV and some of the other ones that change with the, the visuals that go on the television. It kind of follows the, the visuals. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me get the four recess lights to come in the kit. Because we already have the bridge and all the other little things that make it work that plug into the Wi-Fi and boxes behind the TV. You already made a mistake. They're not recess lights. Oh yeah, they're sorry. They're down lights or whatever. So which is it, which is part of the reason Apparently. why they weren't able
3: to install. Apparently, so they're different kinds of lights. You needed to what? You need to get an oh, adapter. God. So, You had
2: to buy like this thing like you're building a lamp like the little the female part of the lamp that has like the part you screw in like a light bulb, but then you can screw another light bulb in, and then you had to like. Plug that into the back of the actual light, but then it's going sound a little Mickey Mouse. There. Oh yeah, and then I'm up there a ladder, stripping wires and getting electrical tape. And then what happens? Mr. Jesse comes home and is like, mm, "Let's call a handyman before we burn the house down." Yes, but <laughs> once you said he had to
3: enlarge the hole, take out a, he did. a bracket from the ceiling. He had to enlarge oh, my
2: hole, Jesse. Oh, this, four of them.
3: This this extra part, we don't we don't need that.
2: Okay. Then we was like okay. Let's. He had to take out that bracket. See, that was a problem. That bracket that was holding the light box was not allowing the housing that has the electronics of the phillips Hue light to make it change and everything. It wasn't depth wise allowed to go up in there. Yeah. But he did it. He said he's like, man, you were like eighty percent there. You were like, he's like, I give you credit for trying. You were eighty percent there. He's like, he said, I did all the wiring correctly. Said I did all that right. But I see I would have had to go buy that knife and he had to drill to do it and like it was dusty and everything. It took them a few hours, right? For four lights. Oh, it took them like I would say yeah. It took them like an hour each. So I'm the assuming. The first one took that... a long time, obviously, because it was like no, it took him probably an hour and a half just to get the first one figured out and up. And then it was like thirty minutes per other light. You know, but it was like kind of it was it was difficult, you know, it's a process because they they that blue thing, too. They were like having to undo all the wires. And this over here is the junction box, Jesse, which I've heard of before. Which, what does that mean? So the junction box. Remember when I said this one over here had like m- multiple wires and that's where another light kind of wires off of this light. This is the junction box where all the wires come off of this light. OK, they told me this is the end one. No, wait, this is the end one. So they all feed off this one and then it stops here. So it's like, that's how they all connect together. Got sure. But see, see, I would just be worried that I'm burning down the house, I think you, know? you should
3: do a Dr. whoever a oh, Lowe's how to install uh-huh. Phillips Hue lights at this point. It has to be Lowe's, right? It has to be Lowe's. <laughs>
2: What else well, I'm we glad through, you have your Jesse. lights and they, they look amazing oh, in Oh, I love it, Mr. Jesse. All right, let's take a little break and let's come back. And I want to tell you about, um, I don't want to tell you about it, but I want to ask you what you thought about this TV show that we watched on ABC. And we thought it was going to be super lame, but it won a bunch of awards, so we watched it.
0: your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT.
2: The Cody's trying to get Dogger to play with him down there. He's like, play with me. All right, so we watched Abbott Elementary, and it's not something I would normally put on. It's um, I didn't really like The Office, and those talky-to-the-camera kind of shows aren't really my thing. Um, and I didn't even know that's what this was going to be, but we put it on, and it was pretty good, right? Well, for me,
3: it was, it was on ABC, and I oh, yeah, normally true. don't. Yeah. Watch stuff on ABC or Fox anymore yeah, yeah. because I think the all the good content has gone to streaming yes. services. The last good thing on so, ABC was Desperate Housewives, so I've been really happ- apprehensive to watch it. But yeah, surprisingly, really, really good. It Very was really good. funny, and, and uh, recently they won an Emmy. Is that what it was, an Emmy? Uh, yeah, and they got picked up for a third season. So I'm kind of glad that I like the show and it's actually extended now because that's another thing that happens is you watch a show and it gets canceled, and that's and you invested all this time into it.
2: i like wasting my time. I hate that. That's the worst. You want to see a little trailer of it? It's only like 50 seconds. Yeah, it's pretty funny actually. Um, the so girl. Let me give
3: a little breakup. So the yeah, series. Is She, is she the director.
2: Uh, I'm not quite sure, Okay. but the series follows a group of
3: dedicated, passionate teachers and a slightly tone-deaf principal, all brought together in Philadelphia public schools.
0: My favorite movie is American Gangster. I will be having a third talk with your mom about what you're watching at home. I'm Janine Teeks. I've been teaching second grade here at Abbott Elementary for a year now. The staff here is incredible.
3: There is a seven-year-old
0: custodian who voted for Kanye teaching social studies...
3: (laughs)
4: That's who runs the world, kids. Illuminati. Illuminati. <laughs> Miss
2: Coleman. Hello. Um, what's up? Oh! I thought one of my colleagues here hired a stripper for me.
4: <laughs> That's okay. the principal. The principal? The main problem in the school district is, yeah, no money.
0: The to the Toilet, and the water the shot back up in the air. No one told you about reverse toilet. No! You know. Why is that even a thing? Just the day in the life of being a teacher here. You get used to it
2: you smell smelling the wall. Oh, no, you're never going to get used to that. Okay. Pretty good, though. I did like it. Um, yeah, I believe that she, the star, Janelle is her name, I guess. I believe she's the star and director of the show. I think That'd that's why cool. she won so many awards. But it's funny, right? I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed the show. I had to throw something, like nature sounds, through the sound bar. Because I think I told you about this problem I've been having with the sound bar. Like, anytime I'm bluetooth thing something to the apple tv somehow the sound bar doesn't is not activated and it plugs in with the hue light system and all that with hdmi and their the tv I, signals going through it all I, i'm requesting
3: a button i'd like a button that i press that says first world problems <laughs> i know <laughs> so your sound bar. Let me get this right. Your sound bar isn't connecting to your Philips Hue. No, lights. no, no. It is.
2: The problem is it is. But when I want to use like the TV, like right now, I'm using it as the monitor so you can see what we're doing, and I'm using it as like the alternate screen for the okay, studio. Okay, so your
3: 75 inch TV yeah, monitor.
2: I'm, then I'm air streaming Apple TV to right now, so I don't have to use my second MacBook and just have two MacBooks over here. Oh, it's difficult. I, see, I, I see. use my little iPad instead, and I can use this as the main monitor. But I, I can see how that's troubling. But the problem. is is if i'm not like streaming through like i have it on mute right now you can't hear it but if i turned it up you'd be hearing nature sounds right now because if something's not going through the soundbar it every 10 minutes i timed it out the other day every 10 minutes it recycles and resets and like the tv resets and it does this whole reset thing it's very annoying Mm, jesse it's interesting it's very annoying so i have to have something going through the soundbar at all times like when i when you fall asleep and i put my airpods in and i want to watch something so I don't disturb you it was doing that, and then I realized, okay, if I play something on the soundbar through Alexa, I hope I didn't say it. Too- oh shit, I said it too loud. <laughs> it <laughs> it will not do that. Troubleshooting, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Troubleshooting. What else we got? Oh yeah. Um, the reason a- the reason why we watched Elvis. Yeah, we got a sad story. Um, We do have Lisa Marie Presley, the only child of singer Elvis Presley who died, you know, early in his age, when she was nine years old. Um, she is herself dead at the age of 54, um, survived by her mother. I she lived in West Hills right. really, interesting. I guess she had a son. It was a twin. He died two years ago of a suicide or an overdose of some kind. Yeah. Um, So I mean, the family has been struck with a lot of tragedy. A lot of stuff. Elvis died prematurely.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like you were just mentioning, her son died of suicide the year before. And the the crazy part is, like, she is relatively not old. She's fifty-four. Had cardiac arrest and i think a lot of people lately in the news i feel like have had cardiac arrest including that football player so i'm kind of mm-hmm. i don't know there's a sort of a lot of people talking about what's going on with people's mm-hmm. health and she was just recently spotted 2 days ago at the golden Global awards she did golden, look a little off, off not gonna lie. i mean she's always been a little bit off a little extra I think. off and, you know, she, she dated or married Michael Jackson randomly, mm-hmm. was married to Nicholas Cage. Cage. I didn't even know about that um, one. That must have been
2: when I was in college. I wasn't paying she, attention. She, to she did some music for a while. Yeah. Not as successful, obviously, I, as They said as she dad. made, like, the top 200, but I could not ever, you know.
3: Um, so yeah. yeah, it's it's a little tragic loss, but that inspired us to watch the Elvis movie to kind of get a it was great little more because I've we've all heard Elvis music. Oh yeah, I, I'm not one of those
2: people that really dived deep into. Oh, Elvis see, mostly. I have. My mom loves Elvis. My mom saw Elvis one time. Um, Your mom you know. made us
3: see Fat Elvis when oh, she was yeah. here in Vegas.
2: He's I think he's still alive. Last last year I actually saw him. He Fat well, Elvis and the was there. The thing we were scared he died because
3: covid happened yeah. he was relatively large this guy individual. comes into the
2: the harris piano bar if you're ever in vegas where the the link is it the link is and that the harris, harris casino meet like that little promenade area where the um i can't think of what it is where they have the bands but the carnival it's, is what it's it is. right
3: across from guy fieri's yeah
2: right across from that so why right when you walk in you see the pianos in the evenings, that turns into like an Elvis bar, and this giant guy comes out on his rascal scooter looking like one of the 1,000-pound sisters and puts on his Elvis glasses, slaps on his sideburns, and you got a hound dog, Mr. Jesse. Slight technical difficulty, but I am back, and I just want to tell you, you know. So my dad, when he was in his 30s, I did just have a birthday. Um, you know, I'm a a year older. But when my dad was in his 30s, he had a heart attack when he was doing like aerobics or something. No,
3: I thought he did not have a heart attack. Okay, but he had
2: verified. He had a cardiac event of some kind and he now has a pacemaker so yeah, we had something going, going on up for a while yes but, that's, but he's on when his when second he, one now isn't he well no well they changed the battery out and stuff but okay. but basically we're we're just, long enough
3: to change the battery but now.
2: what i'm saying is he's had it since he was 30 so there's a lot of people that have heart issues you know it's not just like a covid thing is i guess what i'm saying it's like people are saying oh it's covid but like you know, my dad was very healthy, and ever there was no COVID going around back then. They found out he had a hole in his heart and had some like pre-existing my, my issues. My question you know? is:
3: Are people having heart attacks, or, and they're just labeling labeling a
2: cardiac arrest? I think that's kind of like a. Is that a general term? I think to it. it now? I think it kind of is. Like, I think it's a general term for heart things that you might not really know exactly what the heart issue is. Does that make sense? Kind of. I don't know. It's, it's complex. I'm sure it is complex. All right, Jesse. So, we'll get to the top five things that happened since we did the last show. Let's roll. <laughs> I guess there was some kind of a comet last night or the night before last jesse a rare comet graced us with its presence you will never be able to see it again for fifty thousand years and oh, unfortunate i just didn't care i was just too tired to get up and go look i'm not one of those people that goes outside and me to see these rare no, occurrences me either. because i'm good
3: i mean i'm dead I, you can't really see it too well anyway unless you have like some really good equipment or you're in some like Mm-mm. strategic place where there there's no light pollution
2: or something. And we're in Vegas. Yeah. There's
3: light pollution everywhere. I
2: convinced myself that it was going to be too cloudy and I wouldn't be able to see it. So don't waste What's my time. What's going rain
3: today in Vegas? <laughs>
2: um also we got my god jesse this like this george santos guy so he finally came out and i guess he said to somebody that if 142 people uh ask for him to resign that he'll step down but he meant to say 142,000. yeah
3: he's talking about his constituents that voted him in and
2: they're just like stalking him uh oh, to have a clip of it i mean the whole thing is like every day there's
3: new information about something he lied about like I found out that George isn't even his first name. What? You know, Are you he serious? He said that he was a volleyball collegiate athlete. Uh, turns out that he was actually using campaign money to pay for a staffer to pretend that he was John McCarthy's chief of staff to solicit donations.
2: I'm trying to find the one there's, of like there's Manu so Manu much Rai craziness you.
3: going on with this guy. I can't even keep track. Even when like the news says, I was like, oh no, that can't be real. And what? It is real. Like, I guess he
2: uh, was part of a Ponzi scheme, they were saying. Um, all this kind of stuff. There was, there was some clips of, like, Manu Raji like, trying to stalk him through Capitol Hill. Oh, here it is. Here it is. This is it. Okay, he's not stalking him. That's his Whoa, job. Yeah, but, I mean, it's funny because he's just ignoring him like he doesn't exist, like he doesn't see him. Well, he has him. people
3: protesting his office every single day.
2: These are the New York leaders saying, step down. Of the
4: sea, lies fabrication these are republicans fellow republicans and
3: we
1: do not want him consider
4: to... him one of our congress people <laughs> today on behalf of the Nassau county Republican committee i am calling for his immediate resignation hmm. here in washington as you okay, can here say, it is congressman santos immediately his Reporters asking if he will quit his answer quote i will not Also moments ago, the House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy, other top Republican. They're just like chasing him down everywhere he
2: goes. Like, you're not going to get away, dude, right? Like, you're not going to get
3: away from this. I mean, here's the problem I'm having with uh, George Santos is that it really hurts his constituents because you no longer have a representative that is viable in Congress. And there's a lot of issues that they're able to push, especially being in the Republican majority for his constituents, whether that's. Funding, uh, constituent services, having representatives there to help them with their passports, mm-hmm. tax service, immigration Things issues. Things people need. Um, daily issues that affect their constituents that these offices provide service for every single day are no longer being addressed because of this individual who has this ego, ego to lie about everything and just be seeking out power. He's no longer you know, benefiting the constituents that it's, voted him in. It's comical. And it's really, really unfair that he's not stepping down because his constituents are the ones that are suffering at this mm. point,
2: no, I agree. It's crazy. That's almost as crazy as this next one, Jesse, where um you know, oh, this people are losing their brains, losing their brains. I guess something went around yesterday or the day before, um, where the Consumer Protection Safety Commission came out with something saying that like gas stoves can cause asthma. And then maybe it's not the best idea to have them in your I'm house sure it's not. and stuff like this. But like, nobody's going to come in and take away your gas stove. So, but it's here's like, the, here's you know, the thing, though. If we so. can't figure out a way to take guns away, we're not going to take – you can't even get asbestos and lead paint out of schools. You know, and Your gas stove is fine, people. Let's give a bigger
3: breakdown. That's, so the U.S. Consumer Product Safety released these you know, factual findings that said that they were considered that gas stoves aren't safe and they mm-hmm. should be re- replaced with electric stove. Mm-hmm. And then this huge Which upward came. I would hate that, by the way. From this independent findings, mm-hmm. saying that Joe Biden now is trying to take away your gas stoves because everything is, is blamed on Joe Biden. This is an independent agency that has you know done research, and you know maybe these facts are actually probably correct, but there is nothing in place that's saying, "Hey, we're taking your gas stove," uh, like you just said. Kids are getting shot in school every day, and people still have guns. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that if you want to toast your your s'mores over a gas stove, <laughs> they're going to start taking witness? That's just not going right? to happen. Course and not. the fact that you know people are making news over this, it just tells you how insane
2: and how lack of news information is going around. The we well, are trying to? If they're trying to distract headlines. you with something like this, you know what are they trying to really distract you from, Jesse? What could it possibly be? You know. Could it be? Could it possibly be a bunch of documents in a Corvette? Is that possible?
4: Let me, uh, look, I'm gonna get a chance to speak on all of this, God willing, soon. But as I said earlier this week, people, and by the way, my Corvette's in a locked garage, okay? So it's not like you're sitting out in the street. But at any
2: rate, yes, as well as my Corvette. Um, but as I said earlier this week, before we get any further, um, Joe Biden, they found out that he had these documents and he wasn't supposed to have them. They were classified and they found some more documents in a garage where he kept his Corvette. And then I guess today they found more documents in his home. Um, but again, they're saying this is not that crazy of a thing. It's more of like, you didn't tell us. You weren't forthcoming when you said you found the first batch. You knew about the second batch, so why do you say you knew about the second batch? And they probably knew about the third batch when they knew about the second batch. So why don't you just come clean? Um, but again, this is all a lot of theater, right? This is a lot. I think of a lot of
3: the reason why it's such a headline is because of what happened with and Donald Trump, Trump and yeah. uh, classical documents and Mar-a-Lago being raided by the FBI. But the, there's a complete difference in being cooperative mm-hmm. and the FBI having to storm your house with a subpoena oh, yeah. to to take these documents out of your home so there's complete contrast in what's going on definitely but the reason why this is such headline news is because of what did happen with donald trump and his plethora of documents <laughs> in in his mar-a-lago estate
2: well if we all remember i think biden actually like criticized trump at some point point over the documents and like everybody of course is going to pull this up i don't know if i can find it but um let's see if this is it let's see because he was like that's ridiculous like how could you be so careless how could you be so responsible deal.
4: i don't even want to know let the justice department take care of it. <laughs> Is it ever appropriate for a sense that you take home with a classified and top secret operator? Depending on the circumstance. For example, I have in my home a, a, a cabin-off base that is completely secure. I'm taking home with me today today's PDV. It's locked. I have a person with me, military with me, I read it, I lock it back
2: up and give it to the military. So he was saying how he takes documents home and stuff. So like so he says he does take documents home. Um, do you want to go back to the press conference to hear a little bit of that?
4: Sure. People know I take classified documents and classified materials seriously.
2: I also said we're
4: cooperating fully and completely with the Justice Department's review. As part of that process. My lawyers reviewed other places where documents in my, uh, of from my time as vice president were stored, and they finished the review last night. They discovered a small number of documents of classified markings in storage areas and file cabinets in my home and my in my, my my personal library. This was done in the case of the Biden pen. Th- this was done in the case of the Biden Penn Center, the Department of Justice. Was immediately, as was done. The Department just Justice was immediately cl- uh, uh, no- notified. And, uh, All right, you want to hear him stumble some more? You want to move Department on? Justice just to take, take on. possession of the document.
2: Well, basically, studies show that Biden has followed the rules and the proper protocol when he made a whoopsie daisy. And like me and you were saying, these are ninety-year-old men. They probably don't know where their hat and glasses are half the time. I, w- I would not say that much, but I just
3: when you when you're doing so much, like everybody knows, like when you're working, you're doing extracurricular activities, and this is just normal everyday people. You forget where you put stuff. Yeah. you misplace things. I lose my weed pipe every five minutes. There, there it is. There, people <laughs> and people at this level are not. When they're moving out of the White House, they're not picking no. up boxes with their
2: U-Haul. They're also with their, not calling with their Uncle Vinny helping sexy them move guys their stuff. move your house or whatever it is. Hunks and punks with junk. Hunks and with junk. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Mr. Jesse. That was good. All right, let's take a break and let's come back and do some pop news, Mr. Jesse.
0: B-U-T. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever.
2: Mr. Jesse, it looks like Prince Harry's memoir are breaking records all over the place. His memoir, Spare, has become a record-breaking success with first-day sales that exceeded some of the publishing's biggest expectations. Yeah, the Spare sold
3: 1.43 million copies. Oh, my goodness. Jesus Christ.
2: Anderson Cooper and all those interviews definitely helped. I heard he did one, that guy I hate. um, Who's that guy I hate? Um with the gap in his teeth and he's on that morning show help me out here Strand oh yeah I can't stand him um, I heard he like did an interview and then people got all like an uproar and he hasn't been back on the show um, <laughs> since then so they so yeah, they say so
3: the magnitude of the sales put the spare among some of the best selling hardcover books in recent memory including Barack Obama's A Promised Land which sold 887,000 copies across all formats in the United States and Canada Damn. in its first day Wow. and so he's I mean this is no surprise that I think people, it is. people are thirsty from first hand account of what's going on yes. behind
2: those gates they don't care the about palace. him they care about the royal family that's what it is I think you hit it I mean, on the nail is, right there very, hit that nail right on the head this, this boom, is boom.
3: information that mm-hmm. has never been released no one has ever given tell all books they don't talk and we're not talking about the hundredth in line you know, become king we're talking about the main fan, body. even Prince even Harry like the,
2: who is, even the ones you don't hear about as much over here, they don't go out and spill secrets and stuff like Princess Anna and all them. Like they don't know what is the, what is their motto: never complain, never explain.
3: So they're saying that the only books that have sold faster in a day have been Harry Potter. <laughs> oh shit! You're right there, of Harry Potter, Prince Harry.
2: Here we it go. What do you think about the chain smokers, Mr. Jesse? So the chain smokers have been making
3: headlines, admitting to some past threesomes while they were on tour. And so the excuse was it was back in the days when they were just getting started that they had to share a room because, you know, they weren't super rich yet. They were, you know, the beginning chain smokers. Huh. And so sharing Ch- a chain room... Chain smoker babies?
2: Sharing, sharing a Teen room pushed them into
3: these situations. Uh-huh, been there, done
2: that. Uh-huh, yeah. So, yeah, people hey, are yeah, talking about You straight guys smoker. I've shared a hotel room with that I found out weren't so straight for a night? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, don't they sing a song about, like... Doing an Eiffel Tower and all this kind of stuff? They do. So it's, uh, I guess the article is asking, you know, I guess they were on some podcast called Call Her Daddy. Definitely not my kind of podcast, probably, but eh, if it's yours, go for it. Um, but I guess they were just talking about like, hey, what the fuck? Let's see what happens, you know? So,
3: so they said it's been a long time in the end of that with a nervous laugh at that. It was the days where we used to have to share a hotel, hotel room, so in Europe, they'd have two beds, and they, they didn't even split them apart, so they said it was almost forced, and we we're forced into these kind of scenarios. Oh, in Europe,
2: because, yeah, in Europe, hotel rooms and stuff are much smaller than they are here, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, true. speaking of casual sex, the pair also admitted to hooking up with occasional fans in the early days of their Oh, well, you know, who hasn't, who hasn't? It's probably good they're saying that now, get it out there before they get um, Nick carter right? They just might. Well, it's interesting that we bring up this topic because it looks like three-way relationships, throuples maybe, threesomes, whatever you want to call it, are on the rise, Jesse. This article came out January 6, 2023, and this singer, which I can't pronounce the name, i guess she's in a three-way relationship but it goes on to talk about like historically the these kind of relationships are seen as more of kind of like adultery or whatever but now they're being seen as more of a need for like you know pay bills and bring just a third bring a third person in to help split the rent (laughs) what do you think about this i actually know some people i mean i know some gays that are in throuples um you see it on facebook all the time you know what i'm saying? You know, you ever get invited? Ever been invited to join a thruple, Jesse? No, I have not. Um, it's definitely coming more of an open thing, and I think partly enhanced by the internet. And in fact, there are a lot more information about it, and they're out there, and it's becoming less taboo. Uh, this doctor says uh, some open relationships mean a partner has permission to have casual sex with who they want. Sometimes it means they have someone else in their partner. As well. And so so let's, like bringing let's, in let's, a third. And let's,
3: and let's be clear. The article says there is a lot of negotiations that go on oh, between sure. people involved to make sure you're happy with the boundaries that are set. Because there could be a situation uh-huh. where one person in that relationship, the, the, the previous relationship, is getting more attention mm-hmm. from the third person brought in mm-hmm. or vice versa. True. Which create complications in the relationship. It's true. So if you're thinking about... Going into one of these
2: situations, Think about be mindful
3: of setting boundaries before you know jumping headfirst into this.
2: Rules are always good. Well, Soldier Boy Jesse, uh, he, he's trying to make a comeback and get his name in the news. He is defending Megan the Stallion. You know, after isn't the court case already? Been I know, the same? right? He's he's like, how can I get myself in the news on uh, January tenth? I guess. Uh, he went all, all over Instagram live. Um, the Crank That Rapper. Is that a song he sang? I have no He's idea. only 32 years old. Soldier Boy 32, whose real name is DeAndre Cortez Way. De- I love De- him.
3: DeAndre. Oh,
2: DeAndre. Sorry. DeAndre. You can tell I grew up in a white neighborhood, people. Very white indeed. <laughs> Ain't nobody say nothing. I'm the only N word. In the whole rap game that's gonna say something. Okay, cool. Well, F you. No, you're Tory lanes, right. you're you bitch. Right. I
3: got I got the audio. i the only nigga in the whole rap game that's gonna say
2: something. Okay, cool. Well fuck you, Tory Lanes, you a bitch, nigga. I love it, Jesse. I gotta get you an input cord so you can go right into the computer so I'm easier. Oh, I like it better this way. Okay. Did you ever watch that uh, Malcolm in the Middle TV show? I have to say, I've never seen a full episode in my life. Malcolm in the Middle? Uh-huh. Yeah, I've seen never that, seen it. of it. Oh, well, Frankie Muniz, Jesse, he is on track to be a full-time NASCAR driver. He's going to be making his debut on February 18th at the Daytona International Speedway.
3: So what does it take to become a NASCAR driver? Do you just need money? Okay, you saw me I'm doing that You saw me rubbing right? my fingers together. This is I went and to school, not, not to make this a racial thing, but this is a reason why you don't see a lot of minorities people. in. Not Who's just a, black people, I mean all minorities. Who wants to run they around a circle? wants to run around a circle all day? Well, I mean it's there's boring. there's everybody in every single yeah. race group that enjoys cars. It's like pickleball. It's a total white
2: people sport. You know, what's a laziest thing you can do other than like ride a horse around, ride a car around, that you put gas in, and then you stop and people change the tires and put fuel in them for you. <laughs> you don't gotta get out of the car, people change <laughs> yeah, the tires. You gotta, like, you. Somebody gives you a slurpy drink and then they, you know, pour Coca Cola or Mountain Dew all over your head, you know? Yeah, you but I, I, I was, circle I
3: always commend anybody for falling in their dreams. No, so.
2: no yeah, whatever. Go for it, dude. I would never want to do that. If somebody said, "Hey, here's a million dollars, be an NASCAR driver," I might be like, eh. "Yeah." And I would tell you, take it. I'd be like, "I'm good. I want to. Uh, I want to live. I yeah. don't want to die like Del Earnhardt." No, I went to. Um, I went to school with Morgan Shepherd. He was a race car driver back in like the '80s and '90s. Very popular. Del Jarrett, his daughter, went to the high school not far.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, Del Jarrett, all the. I bought one of my cars from Deller and Hart, Chevrolet. Oh. Like, like it's very popular in North Carolina. I would assume like, it would you know. be. Yeah, we're like talking you know, about, like, old t- Knowing a race car driver is just like, you know, everybody's like, oh, I know this person. You know, it's like in South.
3: Yeah. Know. We're talking about old school shows like Mac in the Middle. Let's talk about Goonies. The Goonies,
2: so- Mr. Jesse. Let's talk about that. I think that house has been purchased.
1: What do we got, Mr. Jesse?
2: So a uh,
3: Super Goonies fan buys the original movie house for $1.65 million wow. to preserve and protect the iconic home from the movie.
2: Hmm. Nearly 40 years after fa- finding the famed home, sorry, filming and finding the famed home in Oregon, Goon Docks has a nude owner. That's what it's called, yeah, it's Goon an Oregon-based
3: entrepreneur Interesting. who... Uh, Purchased a Goonies home. His name is Behem Zarahi. Purchased a three-bedroom, two-bath home in a town of Astoria. And um, so this is pretty interesting. So he must have been a really huge fan oh, yeah. because he sought out for this house and wants to restore it and
2: keep it in its pristine condition for, you know, for the movie's sake. I love that. You know, you could even rent it out, turn it to like a little museum or something, right? You could. Might as well. Make some money. I- Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say that I feel like they need to make like another Goonies
3: movie to kind of bring some kind of attention to this home.
2: They, I mean, they could just do like a um, a reunion where they come in and they all just like talk about it. Or I like when they do those things where they um, bring everybody in. And they like all sit around and they watch the film and kind of talk about it. Like we've seen those things before where they kind of talk about it and like how, what what they were doing at that time and how they felt about the scene and stuff. I, I think those things are fascinating, especially when it was like, like we saw the one from the Harry Potter kids, mm-hmm. you know, because like they were young and like now they're older and it's like you can process the thoughts better and stuff. Most definitely. I thought it was pretty cool. I got a crazy person update what is that god is great big is good
0: and people are crazy
2: So apparently Kanye West has a new bride, Jesse. I heard about that. Um, he married I married one of his
3: employees in yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I guess she was the architect, they're calling it, behind the Yeezys. Did I say that right? Yeezys? That's correct. It's not Yeezy, it's Yeezy's. Yeezy's. Yeezy's company. Um,
3: so yeah, so TMZ is reporting that West and Sonori mm-hmm. recently exchanged vows during a private ceremony. However, the pair have yet to file... A formal marriage
2: certificate to okay. make the union legally binding. He just so, finalized his di- divorce with Kim Kardashian and, well, but, in but November. The part,
3: that, the part that I find really interesting is he's been on social media asking Kim to come back and making pleas to get their family back together. So it's kind of odd that such a sporadic thing is getting married. And moving past Kim and all the yeah. issues that was going on for a I while agree. that's been in the
2: news. I find this strange. And this, you know, I told you earlier, I was like, I don't like talking about stuff that's hypothetical or speculation or I don't want I don't like to report about something that's possible and not real. You know, like well, the TMZ alone thing.
3: reporting on something is pretty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
2: I, it's pretty accurate. If, if I find it in two or three spots, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it's true. Yeah. Um, how about how about some Yes Queen, Mr. Jesse? All right, Ms. I got Ms. a queen. Qu- I, we actually got a queen for Yes Queen. Oh, right, do we?
4: Yes, yes Queen, Yes Queen, Yes Queen! Yes queen. Yes
0: yeah! LGBTQ plus yes. news making headlines.
2: Stand clear, there will <laughs> be, be glitter. So like
1: feminine, are you more like feminine? I can already tell when you open your mouth, the rainbow will come out. Okay, okay goodbye. Bye. bye.
0: Most Americans are repelled by the mere notion of homosexuality. The CBS News survey shows that two out of three Americans look upon homosexuals with you disgust. disgust. No matter what you preach or say,
1: there's no fighting. what mine. You away. can't no the gay.
2: All right, Mr. Jesse, I know we watched Game of Thrones and all the Game of Thrones shows and the dragons one that came after that, um, but in the show, there's this girl, Isabella May Ramez or whatever. Bella Ramsey? Yeah, whatever. She plays like, I guess her real name is Isabella. I was reading on the Wikipedia, so okay. that, that threw me off. But um,
3: Isabella, Bella is short.
2: Yeah, she's, um, she was in Game of Thrones, but she's going to be in the new HBO show, The Last of Us, which is some kind of a... I, don't know, I want to say it's like some kind of a take on zombies, into the world kind of yeah, thing. Of course it is. But um, she's came out and said that she is, you know, gender-fluid, non-binary kind of thing. And I always knock... I, you know when that when the Stranger Things guy, Noah, he's like, I'm gay. I didn't even know he came out in the show. Did you know that? I guess he came out in the show this past season. I didn't even know that. But it's like when you watch that, I'm like, oh, he seems a little gay. But, like this girl, when I watch this girl, I'm like, oh, she seems a little little softball player like like she'd be really good at volleyball you know Mm -hmm. she'd be good gym coach kind of girl um and you know so it's like you know but you don't want to say it or whatever but the show looks great like she looks perfect for the role it's about a dystopian society and she's kind of got something that's going to save the world or whatever um it looks pretty good and i give these younger people credit for coming out and being like hey you know i'm me i'm doing me yeah, you know, middle finger to the world kind of thing, like an intro song. Do, I think do, it's you. I
3: think it's a little empowering for people to just say, "Hey, this is me." I mean, because there was a time Live with it. There was a time in Hollywood that oh, if yeah. you came out as gay or lesbian, uh-huh. that you would not have work anymore. So all oh, yeah. these people to be able to say who they are, be comfortable in their skin, yeah. and if you see me, and you, if I get photographed kissing extra Y, who cares? I'm already out, and I'm, this is me living my authentic life. So I, I applaud all these people, and I think it helps. Uh, push more actors to come out and be their authentic self, and it just helps with representation. Oh, and yeah, it makes kids sure. going to school now be more comfortable in their own skin. So I think it's great. And I wish there was more people like that when when I was in high school being gay and people that were just more being in the closet about it and just being more comfortable and seeing more representation out there. Everybody was so fake back then. I think people are more real. Like, I mean, you know, there's a push towards realness authenticity. There now. is. I mean knowing a person has flaws mm-hmm. or seeing celebrities wake up in the morning before they put on their makeup mm-hmm. or if uh, an actor gains 30 pounds during covid mm-hmm. shows his little belly off and mm-hmm. say hey Sam now I'm going to start getting to work. I mean I I, picture I, Sam I appreciate Smith that. That I showed you like, yeah, with and then the thing in with the Sam yellow Smith, shirt and the jean, jean shorts, shorts Jesse. Yeah I mean mm. he he might not be as healthy as he was but regardless of being you know your ideal weight goal you still need to be comfortable Whatever weight you are. And yeah, yeah, you can make those changes and adjustments in life to get to where you need to be or you want to be. But while you're still in that transition, you still need to embrace your life because what? Sure. Like Lisa Me Presley, tomorrow is promised to nobody. Oh, right? hell
2: yeah. You know, Life is not a dress rehearsal. This mm-hmm. is your life. This is your like life. Like Bill Murray says, this is your life. This is not a dress rehearsal. Um Well, this girl, I looked it up. So you said her name was Bella Ramirez, Ramsey's, Ramsey's? Yeah, Ramsey. So she... Was born in 2003, but she got her breakthrough role as that young noblewoman, the Mormont. Mormont. Remember? She was like the little lord lady. She was like the youngest one. Lena Mormont. L-E-A-N-A. Lena Mormont. Mm-hmm. on H- I don't know. I'm not good at names, you know. But that's who she was or what okay. she played. You would recognize it if you actually saw went back and saw the show. because She had a pretty major role, I would say. Alright, let's take a little break and I wanna ask you about these restaurants, Jesse. KBUT. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. Hey,
1: You're listening
0: to Dr. Whoever. Boo.
2: We watched another movie recently called The Menu, and I think it was on HBO Max, too, wasn't it?
3: Uh, you know, I'm not very good I'm at positive knowing it show it's on. I'm pretty but, positive. Uh, so I've been trying to get you to watch this show for a you while have. because I like all the actors. It kept popping main, up in, like, the
2: main thing. The main
3: character that plays the chef on the show is Voldemort. Voldemort, yes. So it's always something I want to watch. Who knows what his real name is? He'll always be I, Voldemort, Voldemort to me. To me. And and you know, I think that's a that's a badge of honor. What you know, also has the biggest
2: movie franchise in a long time. It also has the guy with the glasses. He plays Beast in all the new X Men movies. Okay. Also, okay. don't know his name. He's a Brit- British British actor. I just he's the Beast guy. <laughs> but in this movie, it's um it's a um, all based in a restaurant. The, almost the entire movie happens in a restaurant, and it takes you through this whole mental journey. And, and so these. Affluent. We don't want a spoiler alert. No,
3: but these affluent diners Mm -hmm. are on a boat. This is how it starts. And they're heading to this secluded island Uh to embrace this culinary masterpiece. masterpiece. And from that experience, you know, the show starts developing. And a plot twist in the show happens right away. And you start thinking, what the hell is going on? And... The show is absolutely – It's great. Or the movie, movie is absolutely amazing. And I'm
2: really picky and I was like, damn, this is good. It's and something I've never seen before. Yeah, you, you, know, you, you, you know what? Like you just said, dead, like, 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 there's
3: a new show about end
2: of the world, zombies, Oh, yeah, zombies like, again. Uh, yeah. again. Again. Again, zombies. The show was completely different. Completely
3: different. I've never different. seen anything like it. And it was it was an interesting take on uh, wealthy people and the serving class view of
2: the wealthy people. Mm-hmm. And just the last straw. No, I thought it was great. It was one of the best things I've seen in a while. Mm-hmm. It was kind of artistic, the acting was amazing, the scenery, it left you still kind of questioning things at the end, like, hmm, "What? what was exactly going on? Yeah. Um, it was good, I really liked it. Well, Mr. Jesse, to tie along with that, I got you a list of the 10 most extreme restaurant locations. Remote restaurant locations. How about this? Ready for that? I don't know.
4: What? <laughs> She said, yeah. I said, no. Nah. So the girl come downstairs. She come out her apartment with her baby with no shoes on. I said, oh, girl, it's cold outside. She said, something ain't right. I said oh, said, oh, man. She said, oh, man. The building is on fire. I said, no. Nah. What? I got my three kids and we bounced out. Uh-uh. we to be... Jesse, I got a list for
2: you. Yes. Wow. Just another F and list.
1: Yes. yes, just another effing list. <laughs> All right,
2: Jesse. We got this extreme restaurant located in Spain. Jesse, it is located right near an active volcano.
3: Want to hear something funny? I'm thinking, like you have all these remote locations. I won't even drive to Southwest Vegas or Henderson for a restaurant.
2: Let alone travel the road. You had to drive 20 minutes to a chiropractor, and you're already looking for a new one.
3: Uh, It's it's too much.
2: All right, but let's go on to the What else we got? Number two, we got one in Scotland, Jesse, that is located in a little remote village. Uh, Let's see, according to the Guinness Book of World Records, there is no access to it. So this might be one of the most remote restaurants there is. You have to take an 18-mile Ferry ride or wait, a seven mile ferry ride or an 18
3: mile hike. I don't know if that's the most remote because number three on my list is the Ithia Undersea Restaurant in the Maldives. So the Ithia Restaurant is located five meters below the surface of the Indian Ocean in the Maldives. So it's only accessible by a staircase from the water's surface or a glass tunnel from the shore. And this – I didn't actually go to this restaurant. This looks amazing. That looks cool. That's the one. That, that's the one, yes.
2: That's, that, the that's first, a go-to. So can I be honest with you?
3: Mm-hmm. So the first thought in my head is like, so is it like this impressive like view from the restaurant because the food is not amazing? Well, and they're trying, they're
2: trying to supplement something? I feel like you have to have both in that situation. Look at number four though. That might make you worry. This one is uh, two hours out of Cape Town, South Africa, Jesse. You can only see 20 restaurants in this small village – Um, but it will have a memorable experience. I don't know about that. Are you going to take a two-hour ride from Cape Town, South Africa? I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one, Jesse. What else do we got? We got one in Thailand. That's a place we talked about maybe going. It's a safe kind of place. What do you think about Thailand? I'm going to Thailand. This one, this restaurant is in the tree pods and it's Hung by 36 cables over the rainforest. They're actually eating over the rainforest, but can only seat two to four guests at a time. So there's a long waiting list for that one, Mr. Jesse. What's the last one we got?
3: The last one we got is number six on the list, is in, oh no that's Thailand one sorry so the next one is where somewhere you've always wanted to go where Sweden oh yes so I the Arctic to to Bath is what it's called so a river runs through the Arctic Bath restaurant which is situated in the middle of nowhere which <laughs> doesn't sound good for me so during this okay at least it's during the summer if this was winter i have like not a chance so during the summer the floating restaurant glides along the lower River but freezes in place at one of the win- as winter comes. Mm. Oh, I did so have one more it, it is a winter location So that's interesting Do you hear what It's they snow. Just said? So it stays in place Once the winter
2: comes So the snow like Makes its it day And it can't leave So
3: that becomes Its location
2: You get snowed in and you're just like Stuck there forever <laughs> How do they
3: get the food
2: What if they have like A little elevator That comes down or something Oh god That's when interesting. We did the last one The Rock Restaurant This is in Tanzania Jesse The Rock Restaurant Is located actually On a small rock In the Indian Ocean And it's only Accessible by foot from some small beach during the high tides (laughs) and the island can only be reached by boat even then. Um, The restaurant serves a wide ranging of foods and it says it has a cozy deck with nice sea breezes for its visitors. I love it, Jesse. Since we're talking about all these restaurants, how about some food, Mr. Jesse? All we've had is coffee today, isn't it? Yeah, that's all I've had. A little hungry over there? A little bit. I still haven't used the waffle maker yet. I know. What is... I'm a little slow on that. Uh, I've been doing all these home projects, you know? I have to do a work thing at 1 p.m., so we'll right. see
3: if that works. Okay.
1: Oh, boy, 3 a.m. Another beautiful day Another day. Seriously, the masses. or did you lose it again? Honestly. Honestly. I lost it again. Are you serious? Yes, sir.
2: So, mm-hmm. can you give me another copy? Would mm-hmm. you? What about you? Just mm-hmm. So, you need another copy of those two? Jesse, I know you've heard me. Express my disdain for the Girl Scouts always out there hawking their Girl Scout cookies outside all the grocery stores. You know, what? I just don't like it. It's annoying. They're, you know, they don't let anybody else out there be, be little beggars out there and beg for people's money and, you know, try to get everybody fat, Mr. Jesse.
3: But please, you love those cookies. I know.
2: And um, if I see them, I'm going to be asking for, Jesse, the Raspberry Rallies because.
3: Oh, well, you're asking for something now. You're <laughs> this is just... the
2: greatest season, Jesse, for Girl Scout cookies because they're coming up with this thing called the Raspberry Rally and it looks freaking delicious. Let's just say I'm totally going to eat this. Um, I usually don't get that excited about these things, but it looks almost like a Thin Mint, but it has like raspberry jam. I'm
3: one of those people oh, yes. that
2: I've tried multiple
3: Girl Scout cookies. I'm not really a fan of any oh, of them in particular. I like the
2: Thin Mints. I don't even I don't, know what those see, ones are. I don't, I don't are like mint
3: the... and chocolate combination. Oh, I don't like that. The, I, what are those ones Like your like peanut the, butter um... chocolate
2: combination you don't like? Oh, yeah, I don't like paper and chocolate. What are those ones? Hello, Mr. Cody. You bumping the microphone over here? What are those ones that have, like, the little the, – it's, like, coconut maybe, and it has, like, a I swirl don't, so on it? I don't on like top? coconut on oh, my Those are delicious. Either. Those <laughs> are freaking delicious. <laughs> We're
3: both very particular about delicious, it. Delicious. Delicious
2: indeed, Jesse. Delicious indeed. Um, have you heard about the new, the new replacement for Sprite? I have. You told me a little bit about it. <laughs> I know, it. right? So I always thought, like, Pepsi – like, okay, I guess I knew that, like, Coke had Sprite. But I also, I guess I always thought that like Pepsi had 7up. But 7up and Dr. Pepper and Snapple and Keurig are all a separate company, I've learned. Hmm. Like 7up, Dr. Pepper, Snapple, Keurig are all like one company. And then I guess Pepsi had Sierra Mist. But they are dropping the long had Sierra Mist for this new stuff called Starry, S T A R R Y, Jesse. Have you seen this? I have not seen it in stores, but and I haven't seen an ad about it. Yeah, so it's like Pepsi. It says Pepsi ditches Sierra Mist for new Sprite rival. Um, this is according to CNN. Um, despite 24 years on the market, Sierra Mist never cut into Sprite sales, it said. Yeah, cause like I said, like, I always thought Sierra Mist was kind of like a generic thing, and I guess growing up, I always thought it was like 7-Up and Pepsi. Is that make you know, That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> And Mr. Jesse, Pizza Hut is bringing back a 90s fan favorite, and I actually might. This might get me to go to Pizza Hut, because this is kind of bringing back like a memory from childhood. Pizza Hut is bringing back the 90s most loved, the big New Yorker, according to the company. It's bringing back that 16-inch pizza 24 years after its initial launch.
3: This doesn't bring back memories for me, because when I was younger... We did not buy pizza.
2: Because they we, were too expensive. I knew you're gonna say that. Pizzas more we expensive. We bought little back then. Caesars. Were pizzas more expensive back then? Or is it like I, I think they were. I, th- I think I they were too I don't recall seeing like a five ninety nine no, or either. anything like that. I remember that. whenever we ordered pizza, it was like it seemed like my parents it was were spending they seemed like they act like they were spending a fortune. <laughs> makes you feel old, though, when it's like 24 years of pizza coming out. about, coming about home.
3: pizza, though?
2: If you're looking for
3: a healthier option, there's a drive through salad yes, chain there is Vegas
2: Valley, right? Mm-hmm. And I do love a salad place, but I don't want to go you, in, know There's a though. salad works yeah, by our see, house that you have you, have to go you want in. to go to, I don't and to I brought in. it up like four or five because times. salad is more, I feel like, a daytime lunch kind of thing, and I'd be more willing to go through a drive through and get that during lunch. Then I would be like, go in. If I'm going to go in and build a meal, I'm going to like Chipotle or something like that. You know what I'm saying? But is this near us? It says it's on Craig Road so in North Las, Las Vegas. So it's by the Canary Casino. So it's not okay, I know where close that is. to where we're at, but That's close enough. Bad. Salads to go. It's going to have salads, wraps, soups, and breakfast, Jesse. It's first Nevada location. Nevada. O- I did that for you on purpose, obviously. Yeah. You're trying to lose viewers? <laughs> Open its first location on Monday here on Craig Road in north Las Vegas. I guess they have more than 80 stores across Arizona, Oklahoma, and Texas.
3: Okay. So if it's made it in, in
2: Arizona, it should make it here. Yeah, I made it. I made it. And we already talked about the pizza. And I got, I got the rest of the Girl Scout cookies because I couldn't remember what they were, so I found them for you. So if you're looking for them Girl Scout cookies... You, don't, you can't miss them. They're everywhere. Excuse me, sir. Can you hear Sometimes give them a dollar to go away. <laughs> Lemon Ups, S'mores, Samolis. That's what I like. Samolis? Sim- Simo- how do you pronounce that? That's the ones I like. How do you say that? Well, I'm not sure where you're at. I say, I don't know how to say it. Samoas. I think I say you say it. Oh, some- oh yes. Samoa's. Samoa's. Samoas I, those yeah. are my favorite ones. They're like the ones that have like the the, the, the drizzle of the chocolate on on I me. Mean, you know I'm talking about They're yeah. kind of drizzly. And then also, I haven't I, even heard of any of these. I've never heard of the first ones, but is I these like, like the real names. That's why we haven't heard of them. I guess before. so.
3: Like what, what is are like doesty
2: Deuce? I don't know. I don't know what Doosie Deuce Doos are either. I don't know, Jesse. I don't know what these. I don't are. know. Sorry, I can't help you. <laughs> All right, Jesse. Let's get some new new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. what better to talk about on our show during the news than the actual news itself. (laughs) I've been asking you for like a year now like what the fuck is going on with CNN? Like all the people be switching around all kinds of nonsense. They've been shuffling around too much for me. All kinds of crazy shuffling. And then I see this article. And then the New
3: Year's sober New Year's. Oh, that was was annoying. CNN's doing a little too much. I'm I'm leaning more towards MSNBC now. Oh
2: no, I still like my CNN but like I'd I'd more I like it better if I knew I was turning it on at 8 o'clock and I would see said person or whatever like like i love allison camarada and victor blackwell they are a great little combo in the morning but then like some of these other people they're shuffling around i mean the whole article starts the title of the article says cnn shuffles anchors across daytime schedule and it's true like sometimes i'm like what is going on with these people but you said they're kind of finally coming to some kind of a they finally coming to an agreement. Yeah, they have right? a lot
3: of new new leadership. So the person was very specific about their goals with CNN. The they new They really CEO. wanted to push. Yeah, they, they really wanted to push a morning show. So Which I've with, yet to with, watch. It's too early. Like it's. It, I'm sure it works for the East Coast, but Pacific time. And I'm we're up like I'm up at six thirty, and, and I've never seen the morning. I show. listened
2: to the podcast once, and granted, it was during the holiday, and Don Lemon wasn't on, so it was kind of like their. I don't know. I call it like a throwaway show, like a like, a non-rating show, like, they didn't really care about as much, but it just wasn't entertaining. Like, maybe visually, but, like, it just seemed like a normal Wolf Blitz or any other show I mean, they there's do. there's a few... Well, well, I thought it was gonna be more like The View, or, like, you know, more, more personal, like, more of, like, The Talk, or The View, or those shows where it's, like, news, but also life and I stuff. I can't even say. I've never seen an episode. I've
3: never listened to a podcast. wasn't good. Um, and, surprisingly, I'm not offered the option to actually see it later. So I, I'm not quite sure. You can podcast and so yeah, I, mean. I don't see Don Lemon anymore. Um, barely catch Anderson, who's Chris, another Chris Cuomo has been off forever. And I love Anna Navarro, and I don't see her on there as much anymore. Oh, yeah, so you're right. They've kind of shaken up a lot of things, and I've kind of lost the staple anchors that I really did enjoy watching. So I've kind of, I am
2: kind of meh to CNN right now. Mm, meh, meh. 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 Well, CNN, we'll be right back.
0: support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT. The butt. This is Doctor Who When you gotta go, you gotta go. But we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT. The butt.
2: I know everybody's worried about recession. That's a thing that's on everybody's mind. It's in the news. You know, you can't get away from hearing about that R word. And it does seem like some companies, the big tech companies, Amazon, Google, um, coming along later in the show, I have an article talking about like Google, Facebook, Apple. Those companies are no longer the top places to work anymore as being high rated is where people want to work. Um, and a lot of those companies are starting to lay off people right now after we're moving away from being at home all the time and watching Netflix and ordering as much as maybe people were and this article says that Americans are piling up credit card debt and that's what people are worried about when when you're when you have to buy a new car and your car payment is suddenly 800 or a thousand dollars when it normally would have been a 500 600 you have to make up that somewhere and says This study says the average credit cards Americans were carrying a balance of like $5,500 like last too much. fall. But that's up 13% from last year.
1: Okay.
2: so I mean, that's a big jump, 13%. I mean,
1: I guess
3: these studies do track like uh, people's spending patterns. So they're, I'm sure they're
2: tracking a pattern that mm-hmm. isn't consistent with prior spending. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So I guess we'll see what happens with that. Because that's one of those things, it's like, it's a sign, you know? And so what it's, it's saying is, so
3: inflation is outpacing people's incomes. So more people are actually not just purchasing on credit card, but relying mm-hmm. on, that. that's the difference. Relying on credit cards
2: to cover everyday expenses. Well, I think it's because of things, like I said, like, when, you, when your rent goes up $400... You got to make that up somehow. Well, because
3: you what this also even says is contrary to popular opinion. It's not usually a vacation or a shopping spree, oh, no. which is creating it's this little uh, by little you credit know. card
2: charges. Like when so. I was in college, I, pil- I put like three thousand dollars on a credit card. I, don't know, I just never paid that. They stopped calling eventually, Jesse. They mm-hmm. just gave up. They gave up. We've had some noisy, noisy neighbors and situations before, Jesse, but never a peacock, Mr. Jesse. <laughs> Um, i think i would enjoy that uh south pasadena city i guess uh neighborhood these residents had to reco relocate noisy colorful birds these lovely peacocks because they were they were squawking i guess causing damage to people's cars and things like that oh no they can squawk but don't touch my car uh somebody quoted saying that it uh, sounded like babies being tortured (laughs) with a close-up that's not a good sound and she followed by saying it's very shocking
3: how come no one's ever said peacocks made that sound before
2: (laughs) I have to look up what peacocks sound like and in another news story animal related uh, you saw us on the news yesterday apparently somebody purposefully let go a leopard from a zoo Mr. Chessy in Dallas, Texas um, this past Friday yesterday
3: I have have some peacock sounds oh you got
2: peacock sounds give me some peacock sounds They're coming up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) The dog is moving. Mr. Cody's like, what's that? As it ruffles its feathers. I love it. Oh, it's... Here's one more. Here's one more. Oh, I hear that now. Help! Help! Help!
2: That does sound like a little it bit. It does the sound way, I like help. help. Help! wonder what a cougar sounds like. Oh, God. Or is God. No, a leopard. Sorry, a leopard. <laughs> the dog got up. He's like, what the hell What's is What's this sound you're thing? playing? Well, uh, they, they had uh, apparently the Dallas Zoo, Jesse. They had a tweet, of course. <laughs> Well, the Dallas Zoo tweeted out we have an ongoing situation at the zoo right now with a code blue. That's a non-dangerous animal that is out of its habitat. One of our clouded leopards was not in its habitat when the team arrived this morning and it is unaccounted for unaccounted for at this time. There was a January 13th 20 20- 23. So they're still looking for that leopard, so Mr. Jesse, of as, left of, leopard as of yesterday. Because this article was... Oh, no, it was yesterday. Okay. Yeah, so somebody let this leopard out. What they took it home? It's going to be the new... the new. They want to be the new leopard king, Jesse. How about an update, Mr. Jesse? Sure. Do some update time? What's update. Let's do a little update. on jeremy renner take this with a grain of salt because i uh, could not confirm this with too many of the most credible sources in the world this is from fandom wire Uh, but they have a quote from a relative of jeremy renner um, that basically says that the nighthawk actor will most likely have to have his leg amputated the quote says his leg will never recover. Um, reported by a family member who is devastated, this article says. So we'll you know, see if that turns yeah, out to let's be see true. That I'm saying we don't like yeah. to I don't like to report things, so I like to put it out there, but I would say that's probably the most likely scenario if what happened they say happened really happened. You know, um, He's lucky that he's didn't. his whole bottom half isn't, you know, torn mm-hmm. off or something, I would say. Jesse, what do you think?
3: Yeah, I agree. I mean, this. I feel bad for anybody that deals with losing a limb like this late in life because you've lived your whole life fully mobile. So having to change such later in life is, I
2: don't know, I just never... But then again, he will have the most astonishing medical care the most high tech no, i don't i don't mean just him i
3: people in general that have to oh lose. well yeah but i mean a lot of people lose their limbs for diabetes and stuff like that oh yeah like but that. for
2: him you know you know he's they'll probably put him back in the avengers movie and make him some kind of bionic man or something and use it you know to their advantage and make more money off this guy um, but that's you know that's that's sad if that's the case but i guess on the other, on the other hand, it's lucky that you know he didn't completely die, right? If it was that no, of a tra- tra- tragic incident, don't you think?
3: Well, it just so happens that being affluent—if we're talking oh, about yeah. affluency, his neighbor was a doctor.
2: Neighbor so was a doctor. That helps. And immediate medical care, knowledge. Yeah, I think he was. He was probably helicoptered. You know, life well, lighted wherever he needed to go. Speaking about
3: PhDs, let's go to that. Here we go.
1: everybody up, what do you got, Mr. Jesse? So
3: the Iowa murder suspect, Brian, I can never say his name, Kohlberger, is that it's right? Co- I think it's Kohlberger, like Cole Cole, Burger, like right? the
2: the faucets Kohlberger. So There's apparently no, he was unknown to his victims, says They're the lawyer. Um, um, they, they say that there was no connection. The only connection might have been his connection that he made by kind of stalking them. But they might not have even known that, you know. Like he was around or whatever.
3: Yeah, which is, I mean, and that was the point I was kind of waiting for. Like, what was the connection uh, with the victims and the murderer? I still think- apparently from. I mean, this is what his lawyer is saying that there there isn't any connection. So I'm so curious. To no, see no, no, this is um,
2: this is Shannon Gray, the attorney of G O N. I'm not, the names are bad. And again, this is on Kylie. Again, this okay. is
3: on Fox News, so I don't know how reliable
2: no, this <laughs> is. A, this I'm, is the girl. I know, I know. This is the girl, Kylie. <laughs> wow. Kylie Gonclaves. Um, her parents are quoted saying, No one knew about Kohlberger before the slings, is what they say in here. But um, a video of him recently I saw shows him with scratches on his face. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, yeah, I haven't seen that. I'll pull it for you real quick. We're going to go through the article real quick while I pull it for you. Yeah. So
3: any information of the families are gathering regarding the connection of the victims will be turned over to Moscow Police Department, uh, said Fox News. And currently, police documents allege that Kohlberger, a student that we're talking about, uh, at the neighbor's Washington State University, just seven miles away, caused the victim's home, uh, cruised the victim's homes at least 12 times prior to the murder. So this is kind of this is the tie that everybody's saying so. Why were you in the vicinity of the murder scene 12 times when you live so so far away of the university and the students where they live?
2: One of the times they know was the morning after he had stabbed them early, early in that morning. Allegedly. Allegedly. He allegedly murdered these people, these four kids, allegedly, in their sleep, or they woke up during it around 4 or 5, whatever, in the morning. But then allegedly, no, not allegedly, because they have it on his phone. He came back to the home around 9, 10 in the morning. No police activity, no nothing going on. He's probably, like, wondering what's happening, you know. He's like, hey, is this the right house? Is this even the house where I killed all those people, you know? It's like, he's probably, like, wondering. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, everything comes up. Um, but apparently, Brian Kohlberger was seen with scratches on his face the other day. And I got it. You want to see the video? Sure. All right, what we got? Murder
4: suspect Brian Koberger appears in court today with scratches all over his face.
2: The 28-year-old Ph.D. student had cuts on the right side of his face, apparently due to shaving this morning. Oh, news Nation's Brian okay. Enten was in court. That's weird. Can see Never that mind. There were at least
1: two cuts
3: on
2: Make his face. Big news, Dr. Well, no, I mean, he did have the scratches on his face, but I mean, like, at least they know. Like, every little thing, you know, every little thing about this guy, they're gonna come out and like, bring an article about it. Um... But I guess he also had written a bunch of posts online talking about he had no, you know, basically no empathy. He had experienced mental fog. He actually has, He actually says he has something that I've said I have and I've experienced before. Like, this, I call it like static when I see colors. It's more of like I'm too hot or I'm overexerted. I'll see colors. But they call it something else in here like fog or something. Oh, mental fog. Um but I usually get it if I'm like overexerting myself or something. Like mm-hmm. the time you found me in the grass laying cuz I had to like I couldn't drive my car anymore. My body was all cramping when I first up. Met you. I had to roll I rolled out a, onto like a median and you found me. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, this guy's theatrical."
1: Everybody up. Get Let's take a
2: break, Jesse, and we'll come back. And I got some fun dog news for you. How about that? I like dog news. We're gonna make everybody a better pet owner around here. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. We'll be right back.
0: Minds from coast to coast. The doctor is in. Hear anonymous experts with insider information straight from the source. Get the facts and judge for yourself at doctor whoever.com. <laughs>
2: Well, this article is talking about how to make your dog a better, more confident dog. And a lot of it, I know these things, but some of these things are just kind of hard to do. Like, one of the things he says is, in this article is like, don't treat your dog so much like a baby. Like, you know, when there's another dog coming, don't pick your dog up and be that person that picks the dog up and doesn't let it get around another dog because you're afraid. But sometimes these dogs are mean out here, Jesse, and these people are just not responsible you know, and I got my little baby. I mean, I
3: think we have two dogs, so I mean, I'm not too worried about the the socialization part of doing mm-hmm. something like that.
2: Well, this guy also, he says, uh, take your puppy to pubs, pass it around with your friends. I did that with Mr. Odie. Mr. Odie's been to like every gay bar in Philly, D.C., Los Angeles. We didn't go to too many here in Vegas, but I don't know if I Mr. Like Odie, Mr. Odie went to every... He's been to every casino in Los Angeles. That sounds fun, but I'm not. Uh, I'm not open to passing around our puppies. Well, no, not no, not these guys. See, Mister Odie loved it. He would. Mister Odie went around to all the gay bars in San Diego. He would walk in the bars and people would give him a little drinky. He had a great time, but he was just more like I don't know. These guys are just I don't know. It seems like especially they're Cody, content. he's so scared. They like just hang out here, but I do want to make sure they're well socialized and are uh, relaxed because a lot of times the confidence comes comes from you. Like if you're confident. Like you saw the other day, like um, we had them outside. We had the leashes kind of tied up where they could be outside with us and not get away. But one of the leashes fell and it like retracted and spun around and oh, made this Cody noise. Was and Cody had a little to freak out. He went crazy. So, but what I was calm. I didn't move. I kind of sat down on the floor and I just kind of like slowly grabbed him because you don't want to make it seem more scary. I'm gonna be like, oh no, this is fine. This is not a scary situation. So I get what they're saying. And Cody is our Maltese. So Maltese. He's a little more panic stricken. He's a little chicken pants, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Wanna zip through the rest of the news, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good.
1: Who let the Mouth
0: without a song, jump right out of its zip, zip, dee, da, zip, dee, a. My oh my, what a wonderful day! Plenty of sunshine in my way. Zip, dee, da, zip,
4: dee,
2: a. You're probably going to hear this story again. Um, I do not think this is going to be the last time you hear uh, the name. Of this person, whose name I can't find quite in this article right now, but you'll can you find the name of this guy for me, Jesse? Um, but we have a another black person that was basically murdered. They're saying I'm saying His allegedly here. Uh,
3: Keenan Anderson. Okay,
2: Keenan Anderson. And he's
3: also uh, cousins to the yes. founder of Black Lives Matter. So that's the key uh, here. Patrice Collars Yes.
2: So uh, so this is a high school teacher and He's LA. a teacher. In L.A., he was uh, pulled over for some reason by the police and basically tased to death. Um, There's body camera footage and everything. But obviously what makes this high profile is that his cousin is the co-founder of Black Lives Matter, which 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 comes from George Floyd. Because of what was going on with
3: police treatment towards
2: the black community. And in the the footage, he's saying, they're trying to George Floyd me. You can hear him like screaming that. But continue, go
3: Yeah, so footage from the third of January encounter released on Wednesday show that King Anderson, who's thirty-one years old, a high school teacher and a father, was begging for help. Multiple officers held him down. At one point and said, They're trying to George Floyd me. One officer had his elbow on Anderson's neck and the other one was lying down before another tased him for roughly thirty seconds straight before pausing and tasing him again for another five seconds. So the founder of Black Lives Matter was stated saying, my cousin was asking for help, and he didn't receive it. He was killed. Mm. So callers told The Guardian about that after watching the LAPD
2: footage. Apparently, the officer responded to a car collision, and that's what kicked this all off. Um, And they're saying, like, you know... The question is, why were the cops really even kind of responding to a car accident? A lot of times, that's just handled amongst yourself. Yeah, and so
3: apparently... You know- after the collision at 3.30 p.m., and we're going to go into detail with this because I think this is going to be a big news story. This will be big, people. Um, so around 3.30 at Venice and Lincoln Boulevards, they found Anderson, who was the person that was killed, in the middle of the street or the road saying, please help me. The officer told him to go on to the sidewalk and issued command saying, get up against the wall. Anderson held his hands up, responding, I didn't mean to, I'm sorry. Anderson com- uh, complained that the officer's command, uh, complied with the officer's uh, command and sat down on the sidewalk and after a few minutes he appeared to be concerned with the officer's behavior saying i want people to see me and you're putting things on me so i'm
2: not quite sure what's no going there'll on be here. more you know we're gonna have more believe me don't so worry this so will be... what had
3: happened would eventually anderson <laughs> started to flee at which point the officer chased him on his motorcycle shouting get down on the ground and turn on your stomach so this is what led to the you
2: know the agitation from the officers why was he detained in the first place though like you know what you have a, every, people have car accidents all the time um, but they did find later on that he had cocaine and some kind of drugs in the system but as we were talking about the other day people do cocaine lots of people do cocaine Prince Harry came out and said he did cocaine I, gar- I guarantee and now he'd... he's number
3: 1 on the New York bestseller list. Well, well got, I guess list. what I'm trying to say well, is I'm like, just trying to put the correlation right. when when you when you say you admit the things on cocaine uh that many famous people what you're trying to make the correlations many famous people including
2: I'm not even the saying person, famous people well, people include, in general well, normal yeah, people in general
3: but also the number 1
2: New York Times bestseller oh,
3: mm-hmm. list you know what Be- I mean so
2: But because he's admitting that he's I think he's he's his book is selling the way he is because he's admitting to truths in his life, and the truth is a lot of people have tried different kinds of drugs. It's just reality. it's just you know it's how this is life. you try things, and if you think you're you're the twenty two year old teacher that's teaching your kid, you think she's never done anything bad in her life, you're fooling yourself, people, you're you know crazy, crazy indeed, right, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. All right, what else we got? Um, you know let's do on let's just can we move on to something else real quick? Sure
1: to give me through tears so much I'm kind of like baby, baby I wore only so many ears I'm not listening when you say
2: There's been tornadoes all across the southeast in Alabama, I think even in North Carolina there might have been in South Carolina, a couple things, some storms, they're not really tornadoes, Um, Selma, Alabama made famous by issues related to race, right, you know, Martin Luther King, isn't Selma, Alabama famous because of the marches and things like that that happened there? Yep, that's correct. Um, It's just kind of one of those places you don't hear about too much on the news, but it's uh, definitely decimated right now due to all these tornadoes, and... This is a big story that affected me, Jesse. Like, I don't know how I'm going to go on. We got Justin Rowland, creator and voice behind Rick and Morty, charged with felony domestic violence. And they're saying this guy could go to prison. This guy. Rick and Morty. Rick. He's currently facing charges in California in relation to a complaint filed
3: on May of 2020. That's crazy, right? That's interesting. Hmm. I mean, the, the, you know, Rick and Morty is a, a huge show for people, and almost okay. a cult classic already. So this is this is big news big, in terms news. of you know what is the fate of the show with these allegations mm-hmm. or these felony felony charges against the co creator of uh, Rick and Morty.
2: Who's gonna you know Who's gonna travel around the universe and solve all the mysteries? Uh, May all be saved, Jesse. Because not Rick and Morty, but NASA has discovered a Earth-sized planet in a habitable zone around another sun somewhere. It's called TOI 700e, <laughs> and it is about 95 percent the size of the Earth, and it's likely rocky. They say, Jesse.
3: Interesting. <laughs> so this is one Sorry. of this is one of only a few systems with multiple small habitable zone planets mm-hmm. that we know of. And uh, this postdoctoral student that uh, found the planet in Southern California said that NASA previously discovered three planets in the same system called TO700b, c, and names. d. Planet d is also a habitable zone of a star as well. So apparently,
2: a- it takes 28 days to orbit its star, a small red dwarf located 100 light years from Earth.
3: But I'm, I'm curious
2: to see how how long it would take to get there, but this article doesn't mention that. It doesn't. Rick and Morty will get to it, Jesse. Next episode. You know, like Facebook and Apple and all those places are supposed to be like so great to work at. Apparently, not so much anymore. Because according to Glassdoor, those um, tech companies are no longer in the 100 places to work this year. Um, apparently, the first time this is since the first time in its creation. Uh, I guess of the list in 2009, Apple hasn't made it, and uh, Meta has been included since 2011. So I don't know. Are, are they falling? Are they not? Are they not living up to those expectations people used to have, or is it that other companies are? You know, catching on to the tricks. It's not it doesn't cost much to pay somebody to come do some yoga for your people. You I know mean, what I'm saying? But, but it's also, like little things, you know. Also
3: in twenty twenty, Meta, which is Facebook, froze hiring, rescinded job offers, and slashed over eleven thousand jobs. Sure. It's the largest round of layoffs in the company's history. So this plays a part in, you know, worker confidence is am I gonna get fired? So that that has to do with a lot of people's attitudes of All whether right. or not they want to stay with the company or like, look for other
2: options. When I worked for Uber Corporate I was working in San Diego, but I would travel to Santa Monica like once a month because that was where the office got relocated to. They would put me up in this like $400 a night hotel room. It was ridiculous, right across from the office. And then I would go over just to do my work during the day. And every day there'd be something. Catered lunch on the veranda... Um, they had a, a whiskey room where they had people come in and do like whiskey tastings. They had all these like phone booths where you could do phone calls. They had people that come in and do yoga like every, I oh, I can't remember what it was, like Wednesday yoga or whatever. I always went back to my hotel, Mr. Jesse. Those
4: girls still are beautiful and it covers up our human dick. Eat a lot of tuna fish, but these days it's like we don't know how to act. All these shootings, pollution, we under
2: attack. All right, well, ourselves. speaking of shootings and pollutions, Mr. Jesse. All right. In internet, we got something else to talk about.
1: Come on, you have sex. And our women orgasms are better than a dick. So we All right, let's
0: get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. You want to go somewhere and you want to be somebody, you better wake up and pay attention, honey. Because the real world is out there. And they don't care how hip you think you are or who you kick it with. It don't matter. If you don't have an education, you don't have anything. If you want to be somebody, you want
1: to go somewhere.
2: I know we've already kind of talked about this, but there is a, another update to the school shooting in Virginia with the six year old boy. Um, and I'm shocked and amazed at some of the stuff that's came out over the past two days about this. First thing that I found interesting is that they haven't really released much about the kid or the mom, or I, I guess I haven't done too much research either to find out about like too many details about like the upbringing and the family, you know, things like that. But something they did say was the kid concealed the gun. A six-year-old. He know to do all that. And they're also saying, Jesse, they searched the backpack. Mm-hmm. No gun. So think they, they searched he, the backpack? A school person. Oh, let's see right here. Uh, in the hours before a Virginia <laughs> six-year-old. You are busy over there? Got things to do? I was watching. I was going to add another video to the show. Mm. You can add text. If you want to send anything, you can always text it, and it goes right in the system, and I can play it over here through the system. you want to okay yeah text me anything you want to text me anything you want to text comes directly through here and then i can play in the system instead of having um because you got that one i sent you about the girl right before the wikipedia i did yeah so anything you shoot in here i can make play on the show you know what i'm saying but yeah so um before the six-year-old boy shot this teacher a school staffer had searched the child's backpack looking for a weapon and a school district person said on thursday um in the search, revealed for the first time during a school meeting officials held with parents, blah, 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 blah they finally said that, um, the spokesperson said no weapon was found. They think the kid took the gun to school, went to the school somewhere, hid the gun in the school somewhere. This, like some
3: criminal mastermind That's six-year-old? what I'm saying,
2: right? What do you got to worry about nowadays with six-year-olds, right? I mean, it's crazy, right? It's crazy. I think it's kind of crazy. Interesting. That, that's crazy. I, I mean that's kind of one of the craziest stories i've heard in a while that i mean television and video games i mean i could maybe start to see it a little bit mm-hmm. if you have a rash of six-year-olds going around being criminal masterminds jesse like they watch csi the next brian Kahlberger right here or whatever his name is <laughs> all right what do you want to what do you want to add what do you want to
3: add i was adding uh, a couple of the looks from
2: uh the, the golden globes oh that did you find that guy in the dress <laughs> no i did not all right let's take a break and let's see what you got mr jesse
0: Don't forget to take your meds. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. New episodes weekly at DoctorWhoever.com. <laughs>
2: What do you got, Mr. Jesse? What do you want to show me? Let's see. So I'm just going to round off. Uh, this is something that
3: everybody talks about after the Golden Globes is who wore the best dress? Who wore the After some of these heavy-hitting articles, I thought we could lighten up a bit. Line it so up. Let's, let, let me just scroll down real quick. So number five on our list is – some people these I've never heard of myself is Lee Young Lee, who is number five on the best dress list wearing uh, – Let's. they don't even say the, the dress designer. That's unfortunate. Anyways, well, number four is Cheryl Lee Ralph, who's from our new show we like on The Abbott.
2: Okay, The Abbott Elementary. And number three is Bailey
1: Brass. Oh, her right here.
3: Yep, who's wearing a gold dress. And number two is Britt Lower, who's wearing a pink and black dress. Uh, And at number one... I, honestly, I don't know any of these people. Number one is Daisy Edgar Jones, who's wearing a black dress. something you would see on the Wednesday when she was dancing to that music scene. That is
2: the new, like, you're going to see that kind of look. Like, and uh, the shirts that Elvis was wearing. Like, I actually went to an article and I was trying to, like, find the shirt. If you if you type in uh, Elvis lace shirt, it'll pop up that black one he was wearing. Oh, uh, The one you want? I like that shirt. He had some nice shirts. I didn't like the pink. Too much pink, though. And did Elvis <laughs> like really wear that much makeup? I'm sure it was trying to be as accurate as possible. It's a lot of makeup. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe he was a little bit more girly than people want to think, Jesse. I don't know. I'm just saying. You know, I don't know. All right, let's take a little break, and we'll be back, and we'll close it out. How about that? Sounds good. Hey,
0: you over there? This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Stand by. All right, let's get down to business ladies and gentlemen. You want to go somewhere and you want to be somebody? You better wake up and pay attention, honey, cuz the real world is out there. And they don't care how hip you think you are or who you kick it with. It don't matter. If you don't have an education, you don't have anything.
1: What
2: do you think about Dr. Dre, Mr. Jesse? He is going to sue that Marjorie Taylor Green idiot for using his song. As well, he should. Why would Marjorie Taylor Greene use a Dr. Dre song?
3: I don't know, <laughs> right?
2: Uh, Dr. Dre threatens to sue Marjorie Taylor Greene after a controversial Republican uses his song in a video.
3: Yeah, like, you can't yeah, use so, that. You're so like a racist bitch. You can't be using that So, Dr. Shit. Dre's legal team issued a cease and assist to Marjorie Taylor Greene <laughs> and explained to her the laws as a representative of Congress. What the legal rights of artists have in terms of property rights of their music. So, Dr. Dre's lawyers issued a cease and desist to Marjorie Taylor Green and Twitter, uh, which is where Marjorie Taylor Green used the Dr. Dre's uh-huh. song post content. So, Twitter actually responded and locked Marjorie Taylor Green out of her account and issued her the. The legal rights of artists and how to use proprietary music while developing content on their site. Interesting. Dr. Dre clapped back at Margie Taylor Green and said, "Not today." Good job,
2: Dr. Dre. Tell her to go away. All right, you ready to wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Let's wrap it up. All right, let's get one more. I got one more story I want to tell you about, about the seven cities you must see before you die, Mr. Jesse. All right. We've already been to some of these, so we can crash, crash, scratch those off the list.
0: In local Las Vegas Radio, Dr. Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at drwhoever.com.
2: All right, Mr. Jesse, I got the seven top cities that you need to see before you die, everybody. Uh, I'm excited about this one, so let me... Let's start from the bottom. I like to always start from the bottom. I was hoping you would start from the bottom, Mr. Jesse. So...
3: Number seven on the list is somewhere you've actually mentioned you wanted to go. Oh, sorry, seven places, yes. Yeah, Istanbul, Turkey. Yeah, so I do want to go to Istanbul. So it's known Turkey. for its Byzantine architecture like the Haggadah Sophia, Ottoman cuisine, and the Grand Bazaar. I thought you just uh, said Hagandas. No, not Hagandas.
2: <laughs> I had to look at it. <laughs> Haggadah. You're so good at pronouncing this stuff. Haggadah Sophia. Hagia, Hagia Sophia. Haggadah Sophia. Hagia Sophia.
3: Yeah, so an good. Ottoman cuisine and the Grand Bazaar. A covered market with over 4,000 shops. So. Fun. This is it's really cool, and I, I definitely will, will take a visit here. So, number
2: six on the list somewhere is else I would go: Tokyo, Japan. Mm-hmm. For, I have friends that are Japanese. They told me it's very safe. Oh, it's, you know? it's very nice. You
3: have Japanese. Well,
2: what I'm saying, like, I, I <laughs> again from North Carolina, I don't not too many. I don't run into too many Japanese people. But when I moved to the D.C. and Philly, I met some people that like the pilots that I know. Uh, a couple of them are Japanese. I was speaking of the other day on the show, and um, they they say yeah, they would love you when you come over there, but be prepared to be like kind of treated so nicely because as an american you're like a celebrity of it we even noticed that when we go to like italy and start greece they're like oh americans you must know jay-z and you must be best friends of cardi b and stuff like <laughs> they were asking you that right because you were like yeah. telling people you're from la what's we got what's number five mr so number
3: five on the list is rio de janeiro brazil i would go there now, now that mm. they have a new new management of government they
2: just, what are we talking about they just january 6th that place Two so days ago would you go to DC? I don't know man. They I don't just know. got January 6 legit. I might go to Tokyo before I go to DC at this point. <laughs> it's a disaster. Uh, so Biden can't keep the documents. who knows what's gonna happen. So number four on the list is Cape Town, South Africa. Again, we could go there and go to we could take a two-hour ride and go to that remote restaurant that's in that shack somewhere. You could or you can go from South Africa to Brazil. What you can't can? You can? That's kind of cool. You take well, like I mean, a boat? No,
3: no, well, I mean, well, no, you I could.
2: You technically take a ferry over there. I don't something. know about a ferry. It's a kind ship. of a longer trip than that. I took a ferry from like Wells from Ireland one time. I'm <laughs> not talking about people you picked up at the bar.
3: <laughs> so, number three on the list is somewhere we've both been to <laughs> New uh, York right, City. New York City.
2: Nah, take it or leave it, people. That's the, that's the lamest one on the list. Some no people far.
3: probably have this on their bucket list, so let's give this a little oh, yeah, bit of attention. Oh yeah,
2: New York City, sure.
3: Yeah, I mean, so New York cool is known for its best pizza, best bagels, best mm-hmm. cheesecake, and one of the city that never sleeps. Never. So if
2: you have that Empire State of mind,
3: definitely on the list,
2: number three. Number skip two, skip Times Square though. Go to like um, go down to Brooklyn. Go down to like uh, Upper East Side. You don't no need to go to Times Square and all that nonsense. It's lame. All it is homeless people and. Bootleg Elmo Cookie Monsters trying to get you to give them money.
3: Yeah, so number two on the list is Rome, Italy. Been there. Uh, love Rome. This eternal city fun. makes history as a truly special destination.
2: And the gay it bars has... are right beside the Colosseum. They were so lame. Can... Oh, but it was fun though. I, it yeah, I thought it was lame, fun because I like to drink in the street. So you can like get a drink and just like drink in the street. And we were like taking pictures with the Colosseum in the background. I thought it was the fun. The food was delicious. And they had
3: karaoke. The food was absolutely delicious. So visiting Rome, you could actually stop by and visit the Vatican, the Sistine Chapel. You should definitely be on your list. But the Vatican, uh, though, prepare to take
2: the stairs. Should we tell about the Vatican? No, we'll let them find it on oh, the yeah. adventure. It's it's almost like Disneyland. People, you're buying a ticket. It's almost like an amusement park. You just told them. Yeah, but well, there's more to it than that, you know. That's I fair. didn't tell them about the beer stands and the popcorn vendors. I was surprised they stole beer at the Vatican <laughs> and snacks and the stickers that are everywhere. It's like it's like going into a skate park. There's like was, stickers there we, yeah, everywhere. A lot of tagging and living stickers. It, all over the it back didn't seem like the place where Jesus lives or God. They don't believe in Jesus, right? Like, they believe in God. Like, Jesus is like different. The Catholic Church. Yeah, they don't do Jesus, right? They mod them. Cross myself. Well, I mean, Bless the brother. Virgin Mary. Mm-hmm. Bless me, Mother, for I've sinned. Forgive me, Father. Mm-hmm.
3: Number one on the list before you lose our uh, religious <laughs> listeners uh, is Paris, France. Love so it. So, obviously, the City of Lights is absolutely. Beautiful, um, love the ambiance, culture and overall, the romantic vibe of Paris. This is definitely one of the best locations we've been to. Oh yeah, there's something about Paris. It has this energy, cobblestone street. It's not
2: surprising. It's number one on the list. Fun, and, and the gay bars there are really cool too as well. We always hit up all the gay bars, all the bathhouses. We know where all the cool restaurants are. There's funness going on. If there's a street fair, I will find it. You know. Nice. Oh, remember that? That was where we went, where they had the the uh, shower show, where the guy gets in like a shower at the at the club. Oh, that was actually pretty cool. That Cause, was cool. Because it, was, it wasn't just sexual, it was artistic. No, it was opera. artistic. It wasn't even completely nude, but it was it was nude enough, people. It was nude enough, right, Mr. Jesse? Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, who do we got coming up? Who do we got coming up on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap Up today? Oh, okay. Oh, we got Cardi B, okay. Oh, the dog didn't like that. All right. Do we have anything else we need to throw out today before we wrap it up, Mr. Jesse? Yeah. Let's wrap it up with Cardi B. Let's wrap it up. I actually have to pee. Oh oh, no! I broke my hip. You
0: need
4: some help, Dad? I'm falling
1: and I can't get up. up. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Wrap it up. I'll take it.
0: Simple, me. it says, it up. Let's wrap that up
2: I don't think that's a good idea. And you want some tunes? Yeah, so no, but it's it not. Up.
3: It's not a song up have been. better wrap that, that
1: novel up, up, some
2: well, today on the Broken Hip Hop Wrap-Up, we got Cardi B. She is set to have a big, big 2023, Mr. Jesse. She's uh, debuting her sophomore album, and it's being cut as we speak. Do you know anything about this album, Mr. Jesse? I
3: mean, this has been anticipated for quite some time. She's put out the number one album that went platinum that made her a celebrity off uh, the number one track, Bodak Yellow. Um, it's two-time diamond-selling album, Bodak Yellow, actually, and songs like I Like it Like That. So, Cardi Artie has kind of been putting out a lot of music since her freshman album. Uh, she's had huge, huge uh, hits like music from
2: uh, uh, what's called WAP. You know WAP? WAP. And she just recently did a song. Wet and Gushy. I love making my mashed potatoes or some macaroni and cheese. I always sing that to myself. And she's also had
3: a, number, a few number one songs with Bruno Mars, uh, Maroon 5, and she just recently did a remix with uh, Rosalia. So she's definitely been doing a lot of music since her freshman album. But the sophomore album is supposed to
2: drop sometime in 2023 and it's going to be huge. What's this song um, Hot Shit or something by if, with Kanye West? Is that a song? Is that a new song? It's been out for a while. Oh, it has? Okay. Yeah. Is that going to be on this new album? Um, I'm not sure what song's going to be on uh, the okay. album. Okay. So that that's like one of the most recent songs, I guess. Is that? That's why they're talking about it. I mean, it's I think
3: her last big song she did was with Lizzo. Hmm.
2: Apparently uh, Cardi B and Offset shot a McDonald's spot to air during the game. Um, I guess on it's going to be a Valentine Day themed commercial for the Super Bowl. Nice.
1: So they're going to do Yeah, so
2: you're going to see uh, Offset. That's the guy from That's her husband. With, oh, uh, Migos. from Migos. Yeah. From Migos. Okay, yeah. Cool, cool. You know, you know. That's why we do this, Jesse. So I can just be a little bit more, you know, a little bit more gangsta. I can I be more woke. Gangsta. I try to be, be a little more culture. A little bit more urban, right? Culture. More city. Not such a white cracker.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck me.
2: I love how nasty she is. I do enjoy that, Jessica. She's nasty. She's somebody eating it out of her butt crack again. She loves talking about her butt crack. I never heard somebody like talking about when her butt crack. You spend that as month,
3: much. On, you better start talking about it. It's
2: like right. buying a Mercedes, and you're gonna talk about it. All right, let's get out of here. Oh, I gotta pee. It's a lovely Sunday. Saturday? What day is, is it? It's Saturday. Saturday, it's Sunday. I think it's Saturday.
1: It's
2: Sunday. It's Saturday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Today is January the fourteenth. It is a Saturday. It is a Saturday. It's hard when you work the way we work. It's like we don't have Monday through Friday. Sometimes we do, but not always. I'm about to go to work. You have to go to work, really? I do. What am I going to do for us today? Hang out my babies. (laughs) All right, Jesse. Let's head out. Let's wrap it up. All right, you good,
3: Mr. Jesse? You ready to go? I'm good. And thank you, everybody, for listening. You can catch us on Spotify, Twitter, Apple easy. News, Breaker, yeah. com, what Google Podcasts. What's Breaker?
2: I forget. It's one of them. I don't know. <laughs> Anywhere good podcasts are found. Anywhere amazingly good podcasts like us and Mr. Anderson and all those good people, you know, like, um, who who's else is on the um, morning show? Don Lemon, Poppy Harlow, and um, who was the girl that was always at like the White House? She's like that young girl, and they put her on there. Oh yeah. Caitlyn Caitlyn Collins Caitlyn Collins We're gonna be the next morning show Jesse We're gonna take over Except I don't like waking up in the morning I Hell no It's the earliest so we've done the show in a while <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright
2: later Peace out See you bye. Later everybody I don't
1: know nigga I just think I be face I took a nigga down When I lose a nigga I just pop out go back me But I like fuck- I